right, we are back. Let's talk about some annoying news items in our final six or seven minutes. Here's a pretty annoying item from April Fool's Day, Jack Chang, Sacramento Bee. The reasons are in dispute, but the trend is clear. The CHP is handing out more traffic citations than it did a few years ago, and that has generated tens of millions of dollars in new revenue for state and local government. CHP's given out 200,000 more traffic citations than it did two years ago. Boy, I guess things have gotten a lot more dangerous out in the highway since 2009, eh? When called on this BS, CHP and other police officials respond that their sole concern is safety, as some departments dispatch more officers to the street. Said CHP spokesman Sergeant Adrian Quintero, We were never directed to issue more tickets. We don't write citations just to generate revenue. The whole issue for us is to make sure people are obeying the traffic laws and they get from point A to point B in a safe manner. And if you believe this, please contact us at info at radioparallax.com. We have some real estate we would like to sell you. Writing about this article in the Sacramento Bee, Matt Corsaw from Slough House said, I found your article on the increase in CHP tickets timely since I just received a $250 speeding ticket for doing 67 on the highway. The quote that the CHP says their sole concern is safety is interesting, especially because when I asked the officer who pulled me over, was it safe for you, for you to make a U-turn on the highway, then travel at about 100 miles an hour to catch me, then have us sit in the side of the highway for 10 minutes, then it was for me to drive straight on a straight road on a dry, sunny day with two miles of visibility? He responded by saying, it's not about safety, it's about the law. Said Matt, we are all very aware of the real reason citations have increased both in quantity and cost, and it's not about safety. That's pretty annoying. How about this one? Apparently Red Dawn, the 1980s movie about (laughs) Soviet paratroopers taking over a Colorado town, is now being remade, and no, we don't know why. But apparently in the remake, they're taking a few characters out so as not to offend the government of communist China. Boy, that's a term from the past, communist China, but hey, China's still being run by the Communist Party. Apparently in the 2011 remake of Red Dawn, executives of MGM took the extraordinary step of digitally removing fictional Chinese villains from the $60 million film. Writing about this, David Sirota asked, Why the fear of upsetting such an odiously anti-democratic government? because movie executives worry that a film involving a negative message about China, quote, would harm their ability to do business, unquote, with a nation that is among the most lucrative markets for American movies. This just in, they're going to remake The Manchurian Candidate without Chinese villains. Wait, actually, they did. Yeah, in the remake, they took out the the communist North Koreans, Chinese, and Russians and made them all Arabs. Well, with some corporate bad guys, but Arabs. Remember back in 1991 at the fall of the Soviet Union, I was having a, having a beer with a friend and said, well, now that there's, the Russians aren't going to be our enemy anymore, who's it going to be? We both knew. The Arabs. Got to have enemies, or else how are you going to justify all those defense expenditures, eh? Here's an annoying item. BP's asking to resume drilling wells in the Gulf of Mexico. And they're currently talking with the Interior Department about it. Hey, why not? What could go wrong? Apparently, BP's argument that it's made such a huge investment in deep water production 
and there are some prospects there that they should be allowed to continue. Wasn't this the argument they used for why he needed to stay in Vietnam? We've invested so much already. Here's an annoying item. Turner Movie Channel salutes the Civil War. Yes, what a better thing to salute than our 150th anniversary of the start of the most bloody war in American history. Actually, I have to say, in part of that TCM commemoration, I did see Gone with the Wind, or at least part of the other day, and I had to admit, it is, uh, in part, a masterpiece, no question. Of course, in the end, I thought it was also, in part, an annoying soap opera. Curiously, TCM decided to, uh, to follow up Gone with the Wind with another Civil War epic, Rain Tree County, featuring the late Elizabeth Taylor and uh, Montgomery Clift. I gotta say, man, that was a snoozer. I lasted about six minutes. Here's a really annoying item. Remember our talk with Michael Pollan a few years back about how the local food movement was, uh, was a good thing, something that's caught on? Well, retailers have discovered that calling food local is good for business. So they do, even if it's not. Article in the Sacramento Bee by Mary Clark Jelonic noted that the number two official at the Agriculture Department apparently uh, got a real-life lesson in the now loose definition of the term local. She went into her neighborhood grocery store in, in, in D.C. and saw a beautiful display of plump strawberries with a sign that said they were local produce. The package, however, said they were grown in California, 3,000 miles away. The article quoted a Maryland farmer who's saying he's been frustrated when he realized that a nearby grocery chain was selling peaches and corn from New York and New Jersey as local Maryland produce. This is something I really want to tee off on, but we're running short on time. All right, final item. Still annoying, but at least somewhat amusing. According to the DailyBeast.com, an analysis of 20 years of politicians' sex scandals reveals that Republicans have slightly more of them. 34 since 1990 compared to 27 with the Democrats. Republicans have had more scandals that involve prostitutes, underage boys, and politicians who claim to stand for, quote, family values, unquote. The Democrat scandals are more likely to involve female staffers, sexual harassment, and underage girls. And on that note, let's bring this show to a close. You've been listening to Radio Parallax. Our thanks to Mark Hertzgard. Athlac, Spokes Duck candidate Donald Rose, and doggone at the editors of Vanity Fair. Anyway, this program was produced by Edward McMillan. You've been listening to Radio Parallax. I'm Douglas Everett. We'll see you next week at the same time. We talk about some local comedy with local comedian Michael O'Connell. We'll see you then.